Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. 12.02, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where we are happy to be joined by 26-year NHL veteran, three-time Stanley Cup champion, and 11-time All-Star, Chris Chelios. Chelly, how you doing today? Good, how are you guys? Good, Chelly. Hey, uh, I was just telling the guys here in the studio that I feel kind of guilty because I interrupted apparently your surfing day. Yeah, that's okay. It's been pretty good out here. So it's this time of the month where you get the right swells, but it's all right, guys. I don't want to let anybody know I'm having any fun during this <laughs> pandemic thing. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think surfing, you're going to have any problems with social distancing at that point. So I think you're clear to go, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. They actually closed the beaches and been, Actually, had the sheriff and the coast guards all make a run, but they don't, you know, they don't usually bother the guys out there. So you're currently breaking the pandemic rules, Shelly. Like you, <laughs> you, you're essentially Tom Brady, but instead of doing his workouts, you're doing it by surfing. I guess I don't know the heat is on, whatever the rules are. So. <laughs> uh, now, Shelly, uh, look, uh, obviously. Long career. We had the uh, pleasure of being teammates, uh, or rather, I had the pleasure of being your teammate. I know you've stayed involved with the game in different capacities in the last couple of years. You've shifted gears a few times. What uh, What are you doing now, or are you doing anything in the sport of hockey to keep yourself busy? Yeah, current role is with the Blackhawks. It's uh, the ambassador role. I work with you know Bobby Hall, Tony Esposito, and Danny Savard mainly. Uh, you know, just hosting suite holders, sponsors. Uh, the the greatest thing about the, the job, and, and obviously coming back to Chicago and, and home, uh, the flexibility you have. You know, the free you know free time as opposed to when you play at ribs. You know that uh, the grind of traveling. You know, I like coaching. I actually love coaching, but I just can't see you know traveling again. You know, getting that schedule and then sitting and doing video all those hours now because of the way the game's changed. So uh, it's a great role as ambassador, and I'm really lucky that the Blackhawks brought me back. And, you know, John McDonough and, and Rocky Wirtz have been more than gracious to me, you know, over the course of the last two years that I've taken that position. Chelly, you started in the NHL back in 1983, so you have certainly seen a lot of changes in the league since then. What are the biggest differences that you notice watching the game today compared to when you first got into the league back in the 80s? I mean, to keep, keep it simple, to, to explain that would just be, you know, I thought 
we played a North American style game, obviously physical, uh, you know, a, a more physical game, and, and and as opposed to now, where with the addition of a lot of Europeans, I mean, back then I think we had one Swede, you know, Matt Nasland, and then Shell Deline uh, joined us in the '80s. Uh, the addition of the Europeans, for sure, and the way things have gone, scouting. Uh, they've gone to a more skilled game. You're seeing a lot, you know, smaller guys as opposed to, uh, you know, for a time there, everybody was so big, even though these young kids are big, but the, the difference of these bigger kids is they can really skate as opposed to back in the eighties where the big guys really weren't very, you know, mobile, but, uh, it's definitely gone from a, a more, a physical game to a more skilled game. And, you know, it depends who you ask, you know, if you ask the younger generation, maybe they like that, uh, but I, I'm, you know, I, I think that the fact that you know you're in North America, the fans always like the big hits, the fighting, you know, that type of game. I always said that, you know, back in the '80s and early '90s, watching two European teams was like watching paint dry, and I, <laughs> I really didn't enjoy watching it. But they've changed their game too. You know, even you go to Europe and they're playing a little more of a physical game because so many of them have played over here. Now, Charlie, look, you you were a physical guy, and you rode that line between being physical and sometimes a little bit dirty, which I appreciated very much <laughs> as your teammate. But the question I got for you is, who's the guy you loved playing against the most? Because, And I don't mean, like, easy, because you're not that guy. You're the competitive guy that wants to play against the hardest guy possible and make his life miserable. So for you, you know, maybe a couple of guys. You don't have to isolate with one guy, but who are your guys that you love to compete against? I guess, uh, you know, Rev, we played together, and you know how it basically uh, it was a challenge for me every game because I would play against the skilled players. So, you know, whether it would be Gretzky, Lemieux, uh, you know, Iserman, you mentioned those guys, and I was matched up against those guys back in the 90s and, and you know, throughout most of my career until the end. So uh, they were big challenges for me. I think if you ask me who the, the worst or the hardest guys were to play against would have been Messier, uh, Dale Hunter, you know, because they had that physical mean and, you know, would win at all costs and do whatever it took to, you know, to to take advantage of you. So, um, but for sure was, you know, all the years that I'd matched up against the top lines, it, it was just, you know, being able to against them and try and get the, the upper hand on them. We're talking with Chris Chelios, uh, three-time Stanley Cup champion, 11-time NHL All-Star. Chelly, speaking of competing, uh, you know, you were in Chicago for a long time. You're in there. You cross paths with some of the great Bulls players. And in watching The Last Dance, and I lo- I want, I've been wanting to ask you this question so much because I get how it is, but my partner BK here <laughs> doesn't quite get it sometimes. And how important was it as you're watching Michael Jordan and you're hearing about the guys competing hard in practice, how important is it for an all-star like Michael Jordan or even yourself to ride that line in practice and compete as hard as possible. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. If there's a lot of guys with a lot of skill, there's a lot of guys that, you know, compete, but he had, you know, the combination, and, and I've never seen anybody, uh, you know, better at having both those attributes. So, um, you know, it, I, I thought I was pretty competitive, and I got to Chicago, and then, then after watching Michael for a couple of years and then hearing about his workout regiment, and, you know, I, I started training really hard, you know, 92, 93, 
uh, got serious, got a trainer, you know, would leave every every summer and go get away from Chicago and, and train with this guy for, you know, ended up being T.R. Goodman was his name in L.A. for about 24 years, so uh, 23 years. So, you know, he had a big effect on the MJ watching him and bringing it to that level of play that he did. And it was basically, you know, along with his skill was his, his hard work and his competitiveness and his will to win. Chelly, did you ever hang out with Jordan off of the court? Because I know you say that you guys kind of got to know each other a little bit. Were, were you guys ever friends off of the court? And I mean, we all know the competitiveness that you had, and certainly that you had that that Michael had as well. What were those interactions like? Ah, uh, great. You know, I wish that he was a better golfer because I would have been, you know, made some great trips <laughs> with him all over the world. Actually, like, traveling to the Ryder Cup and stuff, but. Um, yeah, uh, the restaurants, he had restaurants. Uh, we, we came, became friends in 91, uh, the first summer when I got traded there. And as assistant George Kohler, I'm sure you guys have been watching The Last Dance. Everybody's been watching it. George is, you know, the guy that ran, in, ran into him at the airport, just a fluke, the day he was drafted. And, and they were together since then until now. So uh, we all three became friends, uh, been on some amazing trips. Uh, still keep in touch with him. He's actually took up fishing now, which is you know one of my first loves in boating. So we had a lot in common, and we you know had some great dinners and some great times along with the you know the rest of the Bulls. It was it was a great ride. We had some you know really good teams in the early '90s along with them, and it was a lot of fun interacting with those guys. Were there ever any nights where the the competitiveness really spilled out from both of you guys, whether it would have been over a uh, hand of cards or just a game that ultimately went a little bit off the rails. Was there ever competitiveness that kind of spilled over between the two of you guys? No, not really. You know, we, all in fun. I think the, the funniest thing, I guess I'll, one story, the funniest thing ever happened. We were in a bar, we were messing around and I started wrestling with him and pulled his shirt over his head and started dragging him through the bar and they actually thought there was a fight going on, so Richard Dent grabbed me and lifted me over his head. And that, I was, that's country strong right there, Richard Dent. So um, that was probably the funniest thing. But I surprised Michael, you know, by how quick, you know, I got his shirt over his head and was dragging him around the bar. But like I said, we've had a lot of good times. I think, you know, when he played baseball there for that year, I went and visited him for uh, two weeks, one week at a time, once in Birmingham and then in Phoenix, and had a blast just, you know, being with the team and shagging balls and taking BP. That was, that was a highlight, you know, of spending some quality time with, with him, you know, away from basketball and away from all kinds of people. Now, Chelly, look, it's being depicted in the last dance, just how competitive he was. And we're seeing it over and over and over again. You got to know him on a personal level and you know, what's something that you could say about Michael Jordan that nobody that's on the outside of the bubble would know about Michael. Like, is he, does he like to have fun? Does he like to relax, unwind? Like, everybody just, I think they're painting this picture of this super serious competitive dude where I know you guys shared some time, shared some beer, shared some cocktails. What's something that we don't know? I think, like, in the beginning, he, you know, he was going out. He was making himself accessible. He he loved being with, interacting with the fans. And then when it got to the point where they started winning those championships and he was larger than life, you know, and I, you, you've seen it in the show. He just wanted to be alone. He wanted to, you know, he liked the quietness. He liked just being with a few friends. And that, you know, his loyalty to these people that have been around him since, 90, you know, 83, I'd say, when he started, you know, and I'm talking security guards, you know, George, 
his friends from college, they, they were the same group of guys that were there from the beginning to the end of his career. And, you know, you, you talk to his friends, and they'll tell you what a great loyal friend he is, what a, a great, you know, person he was to his family, how close he was. You see that on the show with his parents and, you know, his brothers. And, and it's, it's, it's a tribute to him, Michael, of what kind of person he really is. And then you go back to some of the things he did with his teammates, uh, and how hard he was on them. But right now, you know, they look back and the shows bring up all these memories, great memories. And as, as hard as they were on them, they look back now and think it was the greatest thing ever because they won and he made them all better players. And as tough as he was on them, you know, at the time, and, and as much as they might have resented it, they look back now and, and thank their lucky stars that they had a chance to play with the greatest, you know, athlete in the world. 11-time NHL All-Star, three-time Stanley Cup champion Chris Chelios joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. All right, Chelly, the last question that I have for you. I need a, a scouting report of one Jamie Rivers when he <laughs> was on the ice and when he was off it when you guys were teammates together. What was the scouting report on Jamie Rivers? <laughs> oh, boy. He's like, a, like He had like an octopus. He had eight hands and... He was all over you in your face, uh, had some great lines, you know, chirping guys, but uh, steady Eddie, great teammate, you know, away from the rink in the dressing room, great personality, fun, had a, a great time playing with the Ribs, uh, the, the little stint we had together in Chicago. Um, but he had great career. He made a uh, you talk about guys that competed, and he he was one that competed. I'm not a dig on your ribs, but you know, not the most skilled guy in the world. But you know, <laughs> you, your the effort made up for it because you sure had a great career, and 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 you got the most out of it. Well, Chelly, I appreciate that. Once again, we're talking to Chris Chelios here, eleven-time NHL All-Star, three-time Stanley Cup champion. Chelly, I'll tell you what, buddy. Before I let you go, it was an honor being your teammate, and I tell everybody that'll listen to me when I speak, which sometimes isn't very many, but I tell them that you're one of my favorite teammates of all time, and I love playing with you, and I really appreciate you coming on today and helping us out. No, you bet, Russ. Thanks. It was great playing with you, too, as of all my teams. We had some good times for sure. Well, look, buddy, say hi to everybody in the family. Stay healthy and uh, hang 10, brother. All the best to you guys, too. Thanks. Awesome. That's Chris Chelios joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Three-time Stanley Cup champion, 11-time NHL All-Star, three-time Norris Trophy winner, 26 years in the league. What an unbelievable career. And, Jamie, you had a, you had a decent career as well. You know? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate Jelly saying some, I guess, kind of nice things to me. You know where something's going when they say, <laughs> you know, the guy just every day he tried his hardest. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about Jamie Rivers doing radio. Every day I know he's trying really hard to do really well at this. There's, um, there's a, 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 we got time for this quick story or on the back side of this? Well, let's go on the other side. Right. So, Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101. On ESPN. We'll get to his story, plus the structure of the season could ultimately affect what the Cardinal, Cardinals are able to do at the trade deadline. We'll get to it all next on 101 ESPN.